For more information on our services, visit our website at mancinilegal.com. Your first choice lawyers across Sussex. Mancini Legal presents The Late Night Lawyer, transmitted across the airwaves on your social media channels and podcasts. We are The Late Night Lawyer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to The Late Night Lawyer Show, midweek edition. Uh, this evening, I've got two very special guests. I've got two ladies. Um, one who works out of the Molke Jenkins Hayward Heath office, and she is a specialized conveyancer with over 15 years experience in the conveyancing world. Her name is Yvonne Bourne. And secondly, I have Rachel Sutty, who works in the Horsham Mancini legal office. She's worked for my team for almost five years, and again, very specialized in her field. And tonight we're going to be covering all topics to do with conveyancing transactions in this very uncertain and volatile time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Midweek Late Night Lawyer with your host, Alex Mancini. Given the volatility of the the time at the moment with COVID-3 and the coronavirus, um, conveyancing is a massive topic, huge because uh, clearly there's a lot of transactions at the moment that are in limbo and there's a lot of clients and customers out there trying to work out exactly what is going to happen next. There's a lot of transactions that are at the point of exchange. There's even some that have exchanged and um, with, you know, with issues also with deliveries and, uh, and movers that are all also adding and escalating the issues to enable the transactions to complete. So my two guests tonight, they're going to be taking questions that we've already raised online, going through these questions and hopefully trying to overcome some of the hurdles at the moment that are that the convincing departments across the country are facing. So over to you, Rachel and Yvonne. This is the Late Night Lawyer, Midweek Edition. So what, we're, what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. Rachel, if you could start just giving the listeners an introduction about yourself. Hello, my name is Rachel Sutty. I am a licensed conveyancer at Mancini Legal um, with about 20 years experience in conveyancing. Excellent. Thank you. Yvonne? Yes, I'm Yvonne. I'm, I'm Yvonne. I'm a senior associate of residential property at Mulcair Jenkins. Um, I have about 19 years experience dealing with residential conveyancing. Thank you. Thank you both very much. So what we've done, we've, we've got asked some questions and we've had some questions back from social media as well. So I'm going to pose some questions to both of you just regarding uh, conveyancing, how the current climate is affected by coronavirus. And uh, it's just really to um, give some guidance to everyone as to what's going on at the moment. So if I turn first to Yvonne, one of the questions that comes through is uh, what guidance is there for people who want to move at the moment during this crisis and this period of crisis? Um, Well, the Law Society, um, they've endorsed industry-wide guidance to conveyances um, to assist with them advising their clients on moving home during the coronavirus crisis. Um, The primary purpose of the guidance published is to help conveyances assist clients and comply with the latest government regulations and guidance on home moving. Um, So at present, the current guidance is that home buyers and renters should, um, where possible, delay moving to a new house while measures um, are in place to fight coronavirus. 
and also obviously to comply with government guidelines. Thank you. Thanks, Yvonne. Uh, Rachel, anything to add to that, really? Any guidance that you would have for any any clients that are on the verge of moving? A lot of it is what we're also hearing is a bit of common sense that people should make. So as much as the law society and the government are saying, if you can delay, do delay moving. Um, if you're moving into an empty property, um, you don't require removal companies and you're sort of moving yourself or it's an investment property. Those sort of transactions can take place. Um, as long as the properties have been cleaned um, and handed over sort of within the 10-day period. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's about applying common sense. You know, you wouldn't want to move or attempt to move if you're going to have to um, deal with other people and come into contact with other people. Oh, well, I think a lot of it is also touching on that, isn't it? There needs to be other people in the, in the, in the chain process that can help, and a lot of them at the yeah. moment are not available to help. No, and you have to be mindful of um, mortgage lenders. You know, you need to make sure that you are getting funds through and that mortgages haven't been looked at because of the government, you know, the way things are going. They don't know if people are going to be able to afford going forward the mortgages that have already been issued. So there's a lot of risk involved with moving forward, even if you think you can move. Um, which us as, you know, your legal representative, we have to explain all the risks. We have to confirm everything in writing and we have to make sure, speaking to your lenders and everybody, that you are able to, uh, those sort of things haven't changed. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, question for Rachel. So what should I do if I have already exchanged contracts, but I can't get removals in? Well, your solicitors um, throughout the chain would be working towards uh, what we're calling a coronavirus clause to be added into contracts. So contracts that have already exchanged and people cannot physically move at all because removal companies are going by their own guidelines um, of not moving you. You would then sit down and solicitors would basically re-exchange your contract adding in this clause so that once lockdown has been lifted, you're basically on sort of a 10-day notice to complete after that period of time. But you also have to put into place measures to check that your mortgage is still in place and that you can get removal. So as much as all the solicitors are trying to work in everybody's favour to add in the right clauses, um, you still have to be aware of the risks of going forward to make sure that you can afford to buy it and move. So I think it's fairly fair to say, Rachel, that um, once this is all said and done, there's going to be an influx. We're going to see across the country probably of, of pending exchanges that are going to lead straight to completion. I'd like to think so, because I currently sit with a huge pile of files that are ready to exchange. Um, and we would have exchanged them already and set the completion dates for whether they're future or immediate. Um, I would like to think that, you know, 95% of those, as soon as the, the day is um, lifted and we can move, they'll be all phoning me to say, right, I'll give you authority to exchange. I think we're going to have a little bumpy road, but I think predominantly um, people are still aware. They still want to move. Life has to continue yeah. um, and it will move forward. So we're probably going to have a busy summer. Yes. Good, good. Okay, thanks, Rachel. Uh, Yvonne, so a question that came in, it says, how are you currently handling matters, given the remote situation? How are you finding it? Um, we're working from home very well. Um, 
it, there's obviously going to be a, del a delay um, in the process um, because some, obviously the banks are running on skeleton staff, um, the mortgage lenders are running on skeleton staff and also the search companies um, and the local authorities are running on skeleton staff. So although we're working as normal, we're trying to, as Rachel said, trying to get everyone um, up to the point of exchange of contracts. So when the lockdown's lifted, um, we can get everyone moving. There may be a slight delay in the process, but obviously as it's lockdown, um, I don't think anyone's sort of really rushing to get it, get everything through. So it's sort of working in everyone's favour, really. Can um, I just add yeah, to that yeah. as well? Sorry. Yeah, Rachel, yeah. What, what, you're, what we're finding is where the transactions are moving, well, mine are moving quicker because everyone's at home. So everyone can reply to emails. We're doing electronic signatures. So everything actually is, is better for us from a working perspective. Yeah. Because As conveyance, yeah, it's getting work done quicker. Yeah. So basically, it's that everything's being pushed through quicker because they obviously want you to be ahead of the game. Yeah. 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 Okay. The delays that we're finding are with sort of third parties. Yeah, for sort of searches and and obviously mortgage surveys as well. If people are, haven't got their mortgage in place yet and they have to actually have a a, a survey um, where the survey has to visit the property. Um, I think that's where the, the delays are going to lie as well. But from our point of view, it's it's business as usual. Good. I think the issue we've got as well in being in the conveyancing world, lots of pieces of the puzzle, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. It's just not one area, is it? But what I'm finding with search companies, they're offering sort of more insurance policies now for delayed. It's not so much the local searches that are delayed, it's the drainage searches that are being um, hit with a delay. But there are insurances that they're offering at a very reasonable price to help people move forward. Okay, excellent. So key question at the moment. Uh, I'm going to pose this to Rachel first. Yvonne, obviously you can come in. Uh, will I be penalised for not completing? I would say no, because um, we're in unprecedented times and your solicitors will be making sure that prior to completion... You're, they would be renegotiating the terms of your contract and changing them and adding in the, the clauses that we need to add in. So, no, you shouldn't be. If you are penalised, I would seriously question the solicitors that are acting for you because they're not acting in your best interest. They haven't Everyone's in the same boat and we should yeah. all be working towards the same solution, um, not to sort of penalise other other people and other clients um but all to work towards the, the same solution which is a happy and safe move for our clients at a convenient time excellent i think ultimately like you both said it's all going to very much depend on lawyers ensuring that they um you know they work to the best interest of the clients and they ensure these contracts pre-exchange fulfill the requirements needed and have got the correct yeah. wording so yeah. yeah, and there's many people in the industry that I've come across, um, colleagues that I've worked with over the years who are working with the likes of the Law Society and the CLC. Um, they're all working together to compile um, some standard templates that, that across the industry we all use so that we're all on the same page. So it's nice yeah. to see that everyone is pulling together and working um, with each other. There's no competitiveness about, you know, they're, they're doing a better yeah. job else it's yeah. nice to see good good right um question that came in uh yvonne i'm gonna 
let you answer this one. So obviously, Rachel, feel free to come in. Uh, I'm sure everyone has heard about mortgage breaks being offered. Can you tell me a bit more about this? Yeah, um, the it's... Yeah, the government have, ha- have announced um, a three-month mortgage payment holiday for those affected by coronavirus. Um, so obviously, if you're selling because of financial reasons, um, then this might be a solution for you. Um, obviously, um, although it is helpful, um, it does pro- and it does provide people with some flexibility. Um, payment holidays do allow you to take a break, but they do increase the total amount you owe. So it's not free money. Um, you'll still have to pay it back. Um, and I understand the decisions to offer um, the mortgage breaks are on a case-by-case basis. So it's not a dead cert. If you apply, um, you're not guaranteed to get it. But it would um, it would make sense to have a chat to your lender to see if you're, you're eligible. Um, because a three-month holiday could really help some people out at this time. I did hear, I did also hear actually on the radio that um, a portal has been set up as well that will allow customers now to go on and this this intermediary has been set up to basically do the legwork for you. Oh, that's good because um, some of the lenders have set up their own online portals yeah. um, which are lender-specific so you can actually apply online without having to go through all the palaver of ringing them and going through all the press two here and press three here. Yeah. Um, so no, some of them no online. Way which is brilliant. Yeah, Rachel, sorry. The mainstream ones like Santander and stuff, it literally is. You click on a link on the website, you fill out your details and it, there's like five questions. That's It's really, really simple. They send you a message and within 24 hours you get a text to say whether you've been accepted or not. It's really that simple on some of the mainstream lenders. Um, and everybody that I've come across that has applied for it has got it. Majority, they are. Yeah. are from That's the good. At least, at least, obviously, lenders are allowing a degree of breathing space. So You're just adding it onto the end of your term. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sort of monthly um, amount of money, but even the additional percentage that they're adding on doesn't amount to a huge amount. Um, no. In the long, in, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's not going to penalise you too much. Um, Rachel, so if I am moving myself and moving into an empty property, can I still complete? Yes, you can, as long as all parties in the chain allow you to, um, unless the government change the guidelines on the lockdown and say you cannot leave your house at all. Um, Currently, you can still complete. So as we stand at the moment, if you're moving into... Uh, an empty property, a minimal small chain, we are still able to complete those transactions. We've not been told anything different at the moment, the full lockdown. I guess to an extent we're classing that as an essential, aren't we? So, Yeah, and some people it may be essential. Yeah, I have to move. In a house, in a cramped situation, for their own mental state, it may be. So it's it's difficult, isn't it, to say what's essential for a person. Exactly. Yeah. Or if people are moving for job jobs as well, yeah. um, that's obviously an essential move. Um, if they're moving out of area for, for work, um, then yeah, they, that would also be classed as an essential move, move, I think. Good. Excellent. Thank you both. Um, right. Question that came in uh, to Yvonne. Uh, what could be some solution to selling and buying a house during the COVID-19 pandemic? 
So a solution. Um, well, Rachel's already, we've already touched on some of the solutions. Um, you could exchange contracts with a, uh, sort of now with a completion date much, much later in the year. Um, that would obviously commit both parties to the transaction, um, but give some time so that completion can take place once the outbreak's over. Um, but there's obviously um, pitfalls to that scenario. Um, I think most people are putting, getting to the point of exchange of contracts and um, doing all the work um, up to exchange um, and then waiting until the um, government have lifted the, the lockdown. Um, or obviously entering into the contract with this COVID cause that we touched on earlier um, to sort of help all parties sort of feel secure in the knowledge that they have the exchange of contracts. Um, obviously, if um, the transaction, as Rachel said earlier, is um, has no chain, then obviously you can complete during this time. Um, the position is obviously constantly changing, so we've got access to the Law Society's latest regulations and guidance notes. Um, so we'll obviously check the position up and down the up and down the chain to see see the best solution for our clients. I think I think open question really to to both. I think it's fairly fairly obvious at the moment the new people that are coming to the market um, who are looking at buying now. You know, there's always going to be around about a three months stay anyway, two to three months stay. So we're we're obviously saying at the moment, if you find a property you like, press ahead because you know, yeah, hopefully, and they 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 just want to go full steam ahead because they found their dream property. Exactly. Um, they could also offer a deposit, a non-refundable deposit. If they're serious about it and show, want to show the commitment, but obviously not do the exchange yeah. for a deposit. And that gives the assurance to the seller that they are serious unless, and there is a, you know, the mortgage gets pulled or anything like that. Yeah. Certainty. But a lot of my clients are asking for non-refundable deposits just so they know that the buyers are serious, which is, which is another solution. Good. And another reassuring point, I mean, we've, myself as well and, and finance here, we've been in touch with obviously the banking institutions. They're all fully operating at the moment with regards to CHAPS. So obviously at the moment, the advice we have is that the banks are still processing same-day payments as they should which is obviously encouraging, I think. We're not feeling any effect other than we're not seeing our clients face-to-face -face and we're yeah. electronically. Um, my clients are still remortgaging. I'm still going ahead with a lot of those sort of transactions and transfer of equities where actually you're not physically moving, you're just um, transferring the titles to somebody. So all of that is still going on and the banks will want us to keep the market moving, you know. Yeah. Said they're going to lend. They will lend. They're not. Um, so yeah, it's, it's still very positive. It's not. It's not all doom and gloom. Good, good, good. I hope that that obviously has given some reassurance. Um, just just going around. Obviously, Rachel first. Anything you'd like to say to the listeners regarding conveyance in COVID nineteen? What we're going through. Just in summary, really conclusion. Um, just try not to panic and try not to watch too much media because you hear a lot of fake news and I know from working from home, I have the news on in the background. If you listen to it all day long, it will be a negative on you and it will think that the world is coming to an end. The property market will always bounce back. 
um, life has to go on and we will get back to normal. And in a few months' time, we'll look back on this when we go back to our busy lives and our schedules and think that it actually if we take advantage of it now, it's, it's quite a nice time to stop and reboot. And actually, people that are moving, you've got the perfect opportunity now to sort through your house, sort through all the stuff that you want to get rid of and take the time to you know take care and do the jobs that around the house that you put off before you put the property on the market. Nice bit of DIY. <laughs> yeah. uh, Yvonne, anything you'd like to add, obviously, to any any of your clients, um, just, just listeners as a whole, really? Uh, basically, trust the advice of your conveyancer. Um, as Rachel said, don't panic. Um, we're all walk- working towards the same conclusion and want the best for our clients. So, yeah, and just keep chipper and keep healthy. Excellent. Thank you both very much for your time today. Welcome. Thank you. This is the Late Night Lawyer, Midweek Edition. For more information on our services across Haywards Heath and Mid-Sussex, visit our website at mulcarejenkins.co.uk. I want to personally thank Rachel and Yvonne for being on the show tonight. It's been a brilliant show. Uh, Lots of really complex topics covered, and I trust that this may have given some reassurance to the clients out there and the people that are stuck in limbo um, waiting to really know what's going on with their conveyancing transactions across the country. Take care, everyone, and keep safe.